Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send them in to Inch by inch at peterinch.ca and we will answer them on next Saturday's show. The 2023 Consumer's Choice Award winning company, sounds pretty good doesn't it Steve? Yeah not bad. The, um, we should mention we got 681, did you, 681 people following us on Facebook, up 13. Lucky 13. Wow that's amazing right? And the, uh, the, we have on our Facebook page, what are we uh, running there? Our, our Facebook page, well, we're running um, tickets, lots of tickets, tickets for the Briar. Uh, so there'll be questions on there. And if you uh, put in the right answer, and uh, we, we, we check those on a regular basis, and we'll see if you win. So, yeah. so daily, every daily. single day, you can win two tickets to the Briar, including, including Steve, sponsor lounge passes. You get into this really special place. You, if you're going to the morning draw, you get breakfast. You're going to the afternoon draw, you get lunch. Really? If you're going to the evening draw, you get dinner. So I'm going to all three draws? Yeah. <laughs> well, so. we'll be there for <laughs> 10 days. So I don't have to worry about any yeah. meals? But uh, so that's the lovely uh, thing that we're running. And, and believe me, we're not making them hard. You're easy to find the numbers. So the first one was how many teams are playing in the Briar? Okay, go to the Briar and go to teams and count the teams and put your number. And so who won? Uh, oh, you're, gonna, you're asking me that. Uh, I think it was Nathan Smith. And what was the answer? 18 teams. 18 teams. But people put 14 and 12. And so then the second question should be, name them. Yeah, <laughs> now we can because we're still playing down. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hopefully Sorry. we'll have Sorry. them all by the end of this weekend. Okay. And we'll know who they are. But uh, we know one for sure, or we know two for sure. Yes, we do. We know Ontario. Yeah, uh, is uh, McEwen. Yep. Mike McEwen. And we know Team Canada. Yep. Brad Gushu. Yes. So we know those two teams. But there's more. There's more coming. Saskatchewan's team was uh, played down last weekend. So it's going to be fun. It's excitement. You go downtown London. Yep. You see banners, banners. hanging from the street poles. Oh, really? Advertising Briar. You drive, you see a billboard, electronic billboard, and the Briar ad will come up. It's Briar is everywhere. <laughs> Even at our warehouse here, yeah. the Briar is everywhere in our warehouse. So. Everywhere, it's everywhere. Just the Briar's everywhere. Right. So you need to go get uh, get tickets at uh, are about seventy six percent sold. Uh, you could get them at the Budweiser box office, or you can get them at uh, curling.ca. And you can log on and get tickets. And so, and where do they just pick those up later? Uh, they well, they uh, get emailed to you, and they're printable. So you print your tickets. Oh, so we, for example, we're sending the Special Olympic, 
the St. Thomas Shooters to the Briar. And we okay. got gave them tickets, so I got those emailed to me. I emailed them to them, and they just print them off, and they're going to be there for a, a game on Wednesday, cheering on their favorite curlers, and maybe get some tips how to improve their game. Well, sounds kind of cool. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So, like, when the, this Briar's on, you know, are you going to be around here at all? Nope. Oh. Nope. The, I think it's the 26. Did you, hear, did you just hear that? The cheering? The cheer at the, the back. Yeah, did you I did. hear that? Yeah, People were clapping and carrying on. Something's going on over there. Yeah. There, must, there must be something going on. I'm yeah. taking three weeks vacation. Three weeks vacation to be at the Briar. Yeah, and I'll be at the Briar from 6 in the morning till 2 in the morning. And then get four hours sleep, and then back. Why don't you just Why don't you just ask them for a cot at the bud? Well, I was going to get a hotel room, but then I priced that out and went, Oops. "No, I'm not yeah. going to. I can yeah. drive the half an hour and get home." Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. and you know, you've got to find a hotel room that would take a dog. Yeah, who would yeah. bark all night long. Yeah, the challenge. Oh. That's going to oh. be the challenge of who's how going to get this dog. <laughs> out. How are you going to yeah. get this yeah, dog? Not, who's dog sitting? Are you going to you just going to send her out? Yeah. No, no, we're somehow got to figure it out. I haven't got that far. That's I got I, the briar organized, I but I haven't that figured out your, my dog. Your, your number one priority, maybe you know, maybe the neighbors will help. No. <laughs> Hopefully, everybody at, at Peter Inch and Associates will you know, help. You know, go oh, by. Really? Steve, you would you like to drop by and let I, the dog? I think out? I'm volunteering oh, at the briar. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. We'll see who who makes me unhappy, and then we'll send them over. You know, I could bring up a name from the past. Like, you know, Audrey's got a lot of dogs. Yeah. You could just yeah. send her out to Audrey's place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I probably would not see her again. Oh, no. Audrey would just adopt her. That's all, yeah. right? But no, she'll... The only thing, she'll be mad at me after the three weeks. Mad? Yeah. Mad's a light word. She'll <laughs> so, be just infuriated. Yeah. yeah. Because normally uh, we spend the night together, and now it will be like, okay, you're home for two hours, three hours, like, and then yeah. I'm back in there. So. Yeah. But let's see how it goes. But hmm. if it's muddy, that's a good place for her because uh, the mud gets all over the whole house. Well, yeah, but, you know, she's going to be a pretty – she's going to be a brown dog by the time you get done the briar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could be. Because you're not going to have time to take her to PetSmart to get her shampoo and conditioner. You know, I, I think the day before – Oh yeah, I she goes in for her grooming. So the I, day before, <laughs> yeah, I look after her. She's gonna look good. Oh yeah, so you're teasing her. You're giving her a grooming, making her all fluffy and white, and, and then and I'm going for my grooming. To, you already you know, had one, two didn't days you? before. No, that was like oh, three weeks. I guess ago, it's getting Steve. a little fuzzy. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, maybe. So I'll I'll look good. You know. Okay, all right. And do you have to say any speeches or anything? I do. We have the um, volunteer brunch. Yep. On the 4th, and yep. I have to speak on behalf of the company. Right. And then Ted Smith is going to speak on behalf of the vice chairs. And then uh, the mayor is going to be there. So it, it will be a good brunch. going to do a PowerPoint? Um, it won't let me. <laughs> I asked. I said, you know, can I put up, you know, do a little history on the company and all that. They <clears throat> said, Peter, you have one minute. Oh, so. okay, yeah. But no, it will be fun, and uh, we're going to see all the volunteers in uh, next weekend. Right. They'll be uh, dropping by and picking up their uniforms and all that, so it would be nice to see. I doubt if all 400 will be here, but probably 300 yes. will come, and that will be a lot of fun to see them. And I'm going to be able to help. There was a chance that we were thinking about going challenge round, but we, we decided against that. Well, and, and Steve. 
You played very well last weekend. I did. Except for one shot, and I, I told them I would ask you on the radio. What happened on the guard? Oh, my, my, <laughs> my guard that came into the rings? Into the forefoot, or into the button, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Gun. But I said, but you did. You guys played very well. Yeah, we did. We uh, we had a good run and um, played, beat some great teams. And, uh, you know, our two losses were on the very last shot of the game. So, I mean, you can't ask any more than that. No, no, and it uh, it was good competition. Great competition. You know, watched yes. it was like being a spectator. It was, I, I hate to say this, but there was missed shots that added a little excitement to it. Yeah, it wasn't just robotic. Yes, so, so you didn't know, you know, well, will he make this? Won't he? And yeah, but and Kevin had the ice was great. Um, we just we ran a little bit of trouble late on 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 Sunday morning when the, you know the temperature warmed up, which people don't really understand the effect of that on curling ice, but. Uh, sometimes with with these new with how much play you get in practice and everything um, the ice surface starts to break down a little bit so we were getting some they call it fudging but the ice just kind of gets a little flat and sometimes rocks just don't behave the way you think they're going to and yeah well I found it Tuesday night was greasy oh was it trying to sweep and I I almost went went for a little tilt well it's kind of interesting Tuesday we were you know we'd come off playing you know six or seven curling games on the weekend and so um you know, we had all of sunday and monday off so when tuesday came i just i felt sorry for ken bowdy because we were in game mode still and um yeah we weren't we weren't out there too long well we we weren't either but we weren't on the winning side. oh We're sorry f- sorry but you're listening to the Inch by Inch a Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. I am Steve Gilbert, and I'm here with uh, Maurice Dark. Hey, Murray. Good morning, Stephen. This is a segment where we're going to do a little interview with Murray in regards to the hometown hero. Yes. Right. So, Murray, this is uh, this was uh, your idea, which was a great idea that we um, embraced as a company. Um, maybe you can just give us a little, uh, just a little reminder what our hometown hero is. So, our hometown hero uh, is somebody uh, within our community that uh, is doing work or serving uh, in an un- unselfish way uh, just to uh, better the lives of others and uh, so we just want to recognize those people and uh, so we do a, a monthly hometown hero we had uh, in January Paul Smythe uh, who was a crossing guard at uh, Ferndale and, and Nixon or Upper Queens he was right. in January and then uh, yeah we just uh, announced uh, so we have a new winner. We have a new winner. So the first one was Paul Smythe, and he was yep. in London. And then this time you went all the way south to the uh, the twenty <laughs> the 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 twenty five center of southwestern Ontario, twenty five percent less in St. Thomas. Is it still twenty five percent? Always twenty five percent less, Murray. Okay. Yes, always. It's yeah. maintained that for years. It has, yeah. <laughs> it, and it, it, the advertisement has stuck, and it's been good for them. Absolutely. I mean, look at even Amazon came. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, um, can you just was this was this someone that was um, referred to us? Yes, this was a name that was uh, brought forth uh, 
to us, and uh, and uh, I, I met with this individual uh, oh, about four or five weeks ago, and and had a great uh, sit-down chat, just an overview of uh, of uh, what she does, and uh, just uh, I really got a, a good sense of her heart uh, oh, for people and uh, within the community, and and uh, yeah, yeah. So it was a great time uh, I had sitting down with. Oh, us. very cool. So. I'm I'm waiting in great anticipation. Can you can you tell me who it is? Well, yes, <laughs> I will. Feb- right. February's hometown hero uh, is Sarah Coleman. Sarah Coleman. He's Sarah Coleman. And yes. Sarah Coleman's from St. Thomas. From St. Thomas, yes. And what does what does Sarah Coleman do? Well, Sarah Coleman is very busy. Uh, her <laughs> full time uh, position is with the St. Thomas Elgin Food Bank. Um, so she's very active there, and that's where uh, initially I had sat down with her uh, in the back room there with all the stock. And, uh, and I've been in there several times. Oh, oh yes. Right yes. Yeah. So uh, that's her full-time position. Uh, she also uh, is, is very busy on the side uh, uh, with, with other activities. Another uh, area that uh, she's actively uh, working on and, and uh, is a founder is uh, Counting on Change. So it's helping people. I haven't uh, heard of that. Yeah, well, Counting on Change is, is helping people that wanting to save money, really. Uh, okay. Sarah you know, was very transparent with me and, and uh, shared how years ago, uh, you know, financially, uh, you know, they were in a position that they really needed to look at uh, other areas uh, for, for income. And, and this was something that, uh, Sarah, it, it came to light and, and she's just rolled with it. And it's well, very just cool. snowballed as far as uh, not only for her family and friends, but certainly uh, she posts uh, online uh, in social media uh, to helping people, you know, just... Uh, in, in coupons and, and saving money for food. So it's amazing, uh, you know, when she shared with me the amount uh, just by due diligence on, on coupons and, and actively looking what's on sale, how much you can save. So, I mean, in this economy and, and what we've been through over the right. last few years, certainly right. there's been a lot of uh, uh, financial changes within families and so on like that. So I would encourage people to, uh, you know, just uh, check it out. Uh, uh, counting on change. Counting on change, yeah. and, it, and that's uh, that's online on a website, is it? It is. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. You can just okay. uh, search that and, and find that. Another uh, uh, active role that uh, Sarah plays is with Project Santa. So Project Santa. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, certainly that's around Christmas time. Yes. Uh, typically it begins uh, in October, November, but uh, those are for families that. Uh, uh, at a difficult time of year, Christmas, uh, that are in need of, of some help. Oh, very so cool. So Sarah right. oversees that, and uh, people step up to the plate, whether they're individuals or companies, uh, just to help out uh, families. So, uh, yeah, so I believe it's 35 to 40 families that uh, um, they're actively involved with helping. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Uh, and then... Uh, there's more. There's more. <laughs> it just keeps going on. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I'm dying to hear the. Let's let's keep going. Yeah, and uh, both uh, Sarah and her husband Carl uh, have uh, an award uh, that's handed out annually uh, to a graduating student. It's called the Coleman Visionary Award. So that award is presented to an individual that uh, has went through a, a difficult time. Uh, health uh, individually or maybe a family member. So this right. is something that was dear to their heart and they wanted to make a, a contribution or have something annually uh, in this area. So, uh, yeah, that's another area that uh, that certainly she's uh, very involved and her husband Carl involved with. Wow. Yeah. 
She sounds um, like a very deserving individual. Absolutely, absolutely. And I really got a, a true sense of her heart just sitting down that day. And, uh, you know, we sat down for about half an hour, 40 minutes of just uh, kind of where she was at, right? right. I mean, life is a, is a journey, and, and her story was just amazing. Uh, it certainly brought tears to my eyes. I was very emotional when she was sharing some of the things uh, awesome. because they resonated. And, and I think yeah. we all certainly go through some difficult times. And, and Sarah's just there to, you know, walk people through and help people through. You know, she's been on that journey. So, so yeah. what did she think about receiving our hometown <laughs> hero award? I'm just kind of curious about that because I mean, let's it's new, so not very many people know uh, about our community award that we've just started. So, I'm just curious. Well, yeah, we wanted to try to surprise Karen. I mean, certainly when I initially sat down with her and 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 had that uh, chat and her involvement within the community. Uh, she introduced me to Karen McDade. Uh, I know Karen. Did you know Karen? I went to school yeah. with Karen, oh, yes. Did you? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just a few years ago. Just a, yeah, yeah, just, just a like yesterday, yes. But yeah. Karen, Karen looks after the... Uh, St. Thomas Elgin Food yeah, Bank. She yeah. does. And so uh, I was able to meet with her, and uh, secretly, uh, her and I were <laughs> back and forth uh, just uh, talking. We wanted to make this uh, a surprise uh, for, for uh, Sarah, so we uh, were able to surprise Sarah, and uh, and Dean Tippany and I uh, went and presented uh, an award, and, and just to uh, yeah, recognize Sarah on that day, and so we, we secretly uh, surprised her, and, and it was great that uh, there was also uh, the volunteer staff in at the food uh, Yeah, I saw, the, also, I saw the picture on our picture. Yeah. yeah, it was, so, it, it looked, there was a lot of people in that yeah, picture. It was, so it was great. A good time I'm so glad that uh, you know they were all there and we were all able to share uh, that time together with oh Sarah very cool very it. cool yeah. yeah well congratulations Sarah from yes. my hometown thank you for picking a hometown hero from the sunny south in St. Thomas and um, just going forward Murray so um, we're always looking for uh, mm-hmm. names, right? Absolutely, yeah. Please, uh, you know, bring some name forward. Uh, you know, uh, somebody that uh, you would like to recognize that's been active in the community, London, St. Thomas, or area surrounding area. Uh, yeah, we welcome uh, all those uh, all those people that would like to bring names forward to. Uh, yeah, just yeah. to. Uh, and how do they do that? And they can do that online, uh, or even just directly call our office. And will they speak to you? Or can uh, well, they, they speak could, to anybody? They could pretty much speak to anybody. Uh, it, it could be myself. It could be Vanessa. It could be you, Steve, or Peter. Could be. Yeah. Just, just yeah. say yeah. I've Dean. got, yeah. I've got. I just, I want to submit a name for your hometown hero, your community award. Yeah, we'll do some follow up, and uh, yeah, we would just love to have those uh, those come in. Well, that's excellent. Thank you again, uh, Murray, for looking after this. Thank um, you for you're doing me. a great job with it, and you know, recognizing some. Um, key individuals i mean mm-hmm. there's lots of people that need to be recognized yes. right oh yes and many i mean we can't say enough to all the people especially people in healthcare, mm-hmm. especially you know all the stuff they've been doing but everybody who's come out of this pandemic and um just kind of helps make our community even better exactly right? yeah yeah well thank you for that um you are listening to the the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by peter inch and associates and uh, we're just going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. So our second hometown hero. Sarah Coleman, St. Thomas. So uh, congratulations. St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Home of Jumbo. <laughs> what do you mean? It's home of half our partners. Well, and uh, I noticed that Team McDonald, who's yes. out in New Brunswick, yeah. took a picture. With a St. Thomas 
with the elephant on his uh, hoodie, standing in front of a wall of elephants on a mural must have been out in New Brunswick. Exactly, it was great, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so and, and I noticed Jumbo. Yes. Is red. They must be uh, must be painting him. Well, it's Valentine's. So they have now, I don't know if you noticed, Jumbo got an upgrade over the last oh, so few maybe they, months. But so he's got red lights on him? So now they must have LED lights. They could change different colors. But when oh. I was leaving there after curling, I saw, hey, Jumbo's red. What? The, and then I'm going, what's the red for? And I went, oh, Valentine's Day. Very nice. So, very nice. Look at that. Huh? Yeah, just uh, Jumbo's even getting in the mood. But, but he's not going to have a Mrs. Jumbo. Well, that's kind of, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. It's a little sad. Now, we've talked about a lot of curling. we talked about hometown heroes, but we haven't talked anything about heating and air. We better get to some of the questions here. Oh, is that, is that what we do? Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. Okay, all right. Um, the first one is, with a smart thermostat, do I need Wi-Fi? Well, it's a good question. I mean... Your thermostat is only as smart as you allow it to be. So we've talked previous on previous shows that these smart thermostats um, sometimes are too smart. And in some cases, we will turn off some features um, just to uh, adapt to your lifestyle. So you're not having to adapt to the thermostat. It will adapt to you. So part of those things, part of those thermostats, one of the things they do is they, they can... Um, they can tell you the temperature outside without you looking at an app. It'll be on the thermostat. Or you can, and certain things, certain features that that thermostat is capable of doing, you must be connected to the Wi-Fi in order for that to do it. But for that thermostat really to integrate with your system, you don't need Wi-Fi. I mean, it, the Wi-Fi just is a feature to allow you to communicate with the thermostat when you're not at home. So... Um, you wouldn't be able to see the temperature. Is that important to you? Um, I don't know. Um, and then I also tell customers, because some people are just afraid of putting in, because in order to get, in order for the Wi-Fi, you need, to, you need to set up the account. And some people are just a little bit leery about putting that much information out into the web. And I just tell people, I said, you don't, you don't have to put the number of your house. You just have to put the street. So on my account, it's just Steve Gilbert, Scott Street, St. Thomas, and my postal code. I don't, I don't tell them specifically the number of my house, nor do I have to. I just give them an address. We do that on the radio show here. Do you want to know where Steve lives? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can all go by, honk your horns honk as your horn. you're driving. Oh, yeah, by. yeah, please do. Somebody, somebody honks their horn every morning. Um, but but I just, I mean, that's... And that's to alleviate just some people's uh, fear of, you know, putting information out on the web. Yeah. And a lot of time it's trying to pull the weather information from the weather network. Yes. For London. Yes. You know, to adjust humidity or things like that. Right. And if it doesn't have it, you just got to adjust it. Right. So those features just kind of help that thermostat do a better job of keeping you comfortable in your home. Because that's ultimately its desire. You... We set everything up, and, and it's just going to be the, it's the main control system for the, the comfort of your home. So it, it sometimes, if, always, if you enable the Wi-Fi, it will do a better job than if the Wi-Fi is not connected. 
And in some, like the uh, Enbridge uh, program with the heat pumps, there's a BKR thermostat. You have to be connected to the Wi-Fi. That's right. To get that rebate and be part of that program, you have to have it on Wi-Fi. That's correct. And, and, you know, sometimes people change their passwords, and then we get a phone call to say, thermostat isn't communicating. Can you go out and fix it? Right. So if you're changing your passwords, make sure you change it on your thermostat Thermostat. as well. And... Don't forget those. <laughs> yeah, right? write, write them down. Yeah. Uh, don't do what I do. I have them written down on a piece of paper in the office, and when I'm at home, I'm going, okay, what's the password? Right. So have, have them everywhere. Right. Now, we had a question come in about, uh, you know, and it's, it's getting close, Steve, to almost, the, you know, winter-covered conversation. But they wanted to know when's a good time to book their air conditioner maintenance. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah. Well, yesterday is a good time to book your AC maintenance. I mean, we we've already started. We've been booking AC maintenances well into well into this year, last year. So, I mean, just get ahead of the curve. I mean, we don't know when it's going to turn hot. We we can we can kind of guess, but um, really, just get it looked after, um, and just make sure. Uh, if you have it done every year, so I know my air conditioner has already been done. I know when I flip the switch in when it turns hot, it's going to work. I, I don't have to worry about that. So, I mean, just that kind of preparedness. That way, um, that way you're just ready, and it's not going to be a surprise when you turn it on and nothing happens. It might then you, then you call in a panic because it's already hot, and no one can get to you in a timely fashion because everybody's getting those phone calls. And we're going to start about mid-March is when we start doing those. Right. So, you know, again, I mean, let's take the cover off. It's going to be 10 degrees today. We could do an AC maintenance. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, we can take the cover off. We can check the unit. If you haven't had your furnace maintained, we can do it at the same time. Right. And take a look at it. So, yes. Just get it scheduled because all of a sudden it will turn hot and you'll call and say, okay, I want a maintenance done. And we'll say, okay, we're about a month out. Yes. You know, can you wait till August? And so we just want to get everybody scheduled, everybody booked ahead to look. And, and also if it is really booming, we got to hire. And that can't be done in a day. We've got no. to hire people and it's train them our training, way. training, right, and the onboarding process and just getting people ready because, I mean, we're um, – we're we're pretty specific on the type of people that we want to put into your home so our hiring process is well we're very thorough so we're just not going to take anybody we want to make sure that that's they represent us and our and our values and our vision and um and when we know that we send them into your home they're going to give you the same service that any one of our partners or other employees will give you yeah yeah so get that scheduled and, and i'll tell you when to take your winter cover off you know it's, it's close. We're getting close. I, mine's already off. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't turned your air conditioner on, by the way. Well, I, I keep looking at it, and I go, there's no snow around it. You know, maybe it's time to, to get that cover off. But <laughs> we're probably, you know, first of March I start looking right? and taking it off. So as long as there's no tremendous storm coming. But the weather we had and all the rain we had, it's a good thing we have a cover on it. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's keeping that rain and everything out of there. Yes. So Yeah, I'll say yeah. Now we get a lot of questions this time of year about humidity levels in the home. So with all the rain we got, there's a lot of humidity out there. Well, so yeah, your humidity, uh, which would have been lower last week, probably started 
to rise this week, and that's just because of the rain and the warmer temperatures. Your house is going to rebound and start, those humidity levels are going to start to pick up again. And it's, it's kind of funny. Some people, you know, 10 years ago when we weren't displaying humidity on a thermostat in your house, you really didn't care as much as you do now. So and now every time you look at your thermostat, you see a humidity level, and now it's really disconcerting to you. So we, I find that kind of funny because people say, my house is only 30, 30% relative humidity. Well, it, it's been 30% relative humidity every winter for the past 20 years. Uh, but now you have this inkling that that's not enough, and uh, maybe it isn't. Uh, but the bypass humidifier of today sometimes cannot, well, number one, it can never react fast enough. So it just can't rebound quick enough for the, for, for the, the level when it turns cold outside. The humidity level is going to drop, and there's, there's not a bypass humidifier on the market today which will rebound as fast as you want it to. So um, you're, you're gonna, it's like a bouncing ball. Um, as the weather gets cold, your humidity is going to lessen, and that humidifier is going to try to play catch-up, and it's going to take a few days in order for it to do that. And and then with the, this past winter, it's now it's warmed up, and already humidity started to rebound, not necessarily because of the humidifier. It's helped, but because of the warmer t- and temperatures and the rain. So keep that in mind. If you really want 40 or 45% relative humidity in your house all winter long without ever missing a beat, there's only one product, and it's steam. You will grab your chest at the cost of steam humidification, but that's the price you're going to have to pay in order to achieve that. Otherwise, you can we can put three or four bypass humidifiers on your furnace if you like, but that's not going to be very aesthetically pleasing. Well, you're listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um... That humidity is a big problem with people, like you say. Nobody ever worried about it till they can read it. But um, we had a customer here who wrote in that says, I have a loft in my home that is too cold in the winter, too hot in the summer. What can I do to alleviate this? Well, um, so number one, people. some people uh, just think that they're so that's the a loft we're going to say it's the third floor of a two-story home so that it's like when an, an old home they can walk up into the attic so in those places um people make them offices bedrooms just just extra rooms so um keep in mind that your hvac system um cannot push air up uh 20 25 feet effectively to cool that area off it just It'll be whatever work you do to, to take uh, a duct run out of the basement and put up into the loft, you're going to be very disappointed in the results. So knowing that, we don't even recommend that type of solution for that. Um, really, these days with the heat pump technology, which is out in the marketplace, that's really the, the best way to heat and cool it. You don't necessarily want to put – you don't want to use necessarily – you don't necessarily want to use um, – uh, hot water. If you have a boiler system and you got and you got water lines up there, great. If you've, you we're not going to put a forced air gas system, gas furnace up there. It doesn't make any sense for the, such the small area. So, really, 
Um, they make a lot of different products um, through ductless technology that we can use to heat and cool that space very efficiently. So we can put a wall-mounted head on if you don't like the wall-mounted head. We actually have units which actually are uh, ducted, so they're a low-profile unit, and we can just kind of put that equipment in the corner, have a, a small duct system running along the knee wall, and we can feed that room effectively just through that sidewall. And we just run the line set down the outside of the house and connect it to the condensing unit. So those, and then it's completely separate from your existing system. And the other benefit of about that is now you've got your existing system, which was never sized to do that attic anyways. So the air conditioner may not even, your existing air conditioner may not even be big enough. So you keep your existing system. Now we're going to add extra cooling and heating up on the third floor. That's only going to help the second floor uh, in the summertime when it gets too hot because now we're going to be cooling above it and that's just going to help alleviate the heat which is created on the second floor and it's just going to make that other comfortable. So your existing system is not going to work as hard as it once was and it may even extend its life a little bit. And, and when I was growing up, I lived up in a loft. Did you? And we had we had to put a window air in right. to keep it cool up there at that time. Yeah. Looked out at the mayor's, the city hall. City hall, that's at right. At the mayor's office. On White Street. You and lived one, on White Street. Yep. Yeah. And one day I got to go to the mayor's office and I was sitting across the desk and I looked out the window and I so said, that, I have was... stared in this window for so long <laughs> and now I'm sitting here. So, yeah, so I mean... And um, sometimes, you know, you know, if the best time to get those rooms are the, when they're under construction. So if, if, if you're thinking about redoing that loft area, boy, what a great time to have us come in and make it even more, uh, it'll make it even neat, a neater installation than, than it was if we tried to retrofit it. So keep that in mind. Um, I, have a, I have a third story loft as well, um, which, which can't be heated from my existing furnace system. So I just put in, I put a ductless head in, in that unit. So, I mean, in that, that, um, my daughter Lexi lives there, up there, and uh, I was quite afraid because every time I pulled my car up uh, to my parking spot, I saw that that condensing unit was running. I mean, I've never, ever seen it off, <laughs> right? So I leave in the morning, it's on, come home, it's on. And, and so I, I was terrified of my hydro bill because I thought this thing's going to cost me a fortune and I get my hydro bill and I was really surprised so um, so much so that I don't care if I see it running because it runs that efficiently and it keeps that room um, very comfortable well and it and you know they're what 30 seer rating on a lot of these well they're very yeah they are so so efficient like it's yeah it's 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 200 times more efficient than the existing air conditioner I have doing the rest of the house. But it also helps the rest of the house because that cooling load being taken care of in my, what used to be the attic space now helps the second floor and the main floor. Yeah. So my, my central air conditioner doesn't have to run nearly as much. Now with the briar, we talked about the briar, but we are the volunteer sponsor. Yes, we are. Over the next few uh, weeks, I want to take time to thank 
all the volunteers. Okay. Because no matter what the dream is to bring the briar here and fill the bud and have 9,000 people cheering for the winner of the briar, none of that can happen if it wasn't for the volunteers. That's true. And so we have 400 really hardworking, dedicated, uh, very experienced, I'd even say, because this is they've done it before. Yes. Uh, volunteers to assist us and help us. So if you're out in the community and you see uh, one of the volunteers, they'll have either a, a blue um, zip-up or a, a blue jacket. Some may even have a bright yellow shirt. Got a you yellow know. shirt, exactly, yes. Um, but, you know, stop, shake their hand, or give them a fist pump and say thank you for volunteering because if we didn't have volunteers none of these events whether it's curling hockey um, theater you know any uh, vincent van gogh thing that was at the kellogg's you know none of that would happen if it wasn't for volunteers and people who stepped up true now you you may you there's a bid on you're going on in uh, that you've put your that you're bidding on what are you bidding for I want to throw curling rocks on the briar ice. Oh. So I've ran Canadian Seniors, the uh, Scott Tournament of Hearts, the Briar, Continental Cups. And you've never thrown a curling I've rock on the ice. You've never been able to put your little curling shoes on and throw a rock. No. So I made a, a silent auction item. Two teams get to do it from the St. Thomas Club. Ilderton, London, and Highland. So can I can I make a confession? I've done that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not fair. When <laughs> when when it was at the London Gardens, we're going way back. When the Briar was at the London Gardens, uh, Nick Rizzo and I uh, had our curling stuff in the bag. So when the Briar was over, um, we grabbed our stuff, uh, got changed, and threw rocks on the on the Briar ice. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, but it's not a game. Uh, no, you're you're going to play a game. We're going to play, a game. yeah, which is even more cool. Well, that's if I win the bid, right? And everybody think there's a lot of guys sandbagging to Are the last they? day, oh, and then they're going to jump yeah, in. Then they're going to jump in. Yeah, but okay. right now, I'm I've I've held the spot for one week. Okay, so I'm at the top, and then one of the guys on our team uh, blew out his knee, so, but he said, "I'm still in. I'm still in for my portion of the money." But so, oh, so you need a sub? Yeah. So, oh. so if you're nice to me, Steve. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll sub you in and we can play. Now, they do understand that curling on the briar ice is not like curling in a club, right? No, no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Okay, they but, don't understand that they have to actually put a turn on the rock, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, so we may, you know, hit the, the foam before you, you, we get to the hog line. Before you get to the hog line, yeah, right. you may be crashing into, yeah. the, into the boards, yeah. Okay. But it will be it will be fun and be one of those memories that you'll take away Absolutely, from the event yeah. and yeah. and uh, it's a Thursday night you know there won't be fans in the stands there may be a few volunteers right. and if if you lose you got to put those uh, clappers on all the seats all five thousand seats so, oh so you know so you're gonna bring the corn brooms out no oh. I, I might take my rink rat <laughs> just to pound a couple of times but as soon as they hear that noise they'll uh, come out and say whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing what is that thing <laughs> get yeah. that off the ice yeah so no and that i mean and really when you think about it that broom really only thing it did was polish the path in front of it yeah. right it didn't really doesn't scratch like the new brooms do so it's interesting well it had the velcro so i wonder if that velcro put some scratch i i was pretty powerful with oh. it, so it might have just been my sweeping that day. not like the corn broom the corn broom would have scratched right yeah, yeah. oh for sure yeah but, interesting 
so anyways thank you to the volunteers we we greatly appreciate all your work that you're doing and uh, i hope to shake everybody's hand either when you pick up your uniform or at the uh the uh, brunch the volunteer brunch when we're not on the radio you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca to listen to this show or any of our shows go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. as we say at the shop life is hard by the yard buy from inch life's a cinch we'll see you next week